0: hello guys my name is julie my name
1: is adam and
0: this is the yo mama tea club i hope everyone is doing well today guys
1: but you know who's not doing well (laughs) (laughs) the menendez parents (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: that's that's foul bro (laughs) uh,
1: but in all seriousness um this podcast episode will be about the Menendez brothers and their trial and just the overall story. Um, We'll be going into detail about all that and evaluating whether or not their murder against their parents was justified or not.
0: I agree. So, bye. Okay. Listener's discretion is advised. There will be mentions of sexual assault harassment, um, violence, and so if you're sensitive to any of those topics, I would recommend um, being prepared if you want to continue listening or stop listening.
1: Jose Enrique Menendez was born on May 6, 1944 in Cuba. During the Cuban Revolution, he moved to the United States for a better future for his life and his family's life. He attended Southern Illinois University, and that is where he met Mary Kitty Anderson, which would be his wife, in 1963. They later on moved to New York City, and that is where Jose graduated from Queens College. A couple years later, Jose and Mary had their first child, who goes by the name of Lyle, which is his middle name. His full name is Joseph Lyle Menendez. And he was born on January 10th, 1968. After their first son was born, Kitty quit her job to take care of the the kid. And later on, they moved to New Jersey. Where two years later, Eric Menendez was born on November 27th, 1970. Due to Jose's career success as a corporate executive, the family lived pretty comfortably until one day, Lyle and Eric found their parents dead in their living room.
0: Okay, so based on the alibi that was first given, Lyle and Eric were coming home from a movie with their friends when they came home, and they saw their parents dead. They told the police that they it was probably the mob that would have that probably killed them because at the time the mob was a big a big deal back then, and since Jose had a lot of money. Um they pro- the mob probably wanted his money, or you know just wanted to do a simple robbery from them. No one expected the brothers to be the killers because I mean those are their parents like why would why would anyone think that the brothers would kill their parents after everything that they've given them
1: after the murders, the brothers the minute. After the murders, the Menendez brothers really didn't act like their parents had just died in their bloody murder scene. Instead, they really acted like two guys who just won the lottery. Uh, Their parents was worth $14 million at the time. And it was an estimated $700,000 that the brothers had spent of their parents' fortune. Now... The brothers would buy lavish items uh even lyle was purchasing rolexes porsches and even a condo uh, which is a lot of money and his brother eric was really more practical on the money he wasn't spending as much but he did end up spending fifty thousand dollars on a personal tennis coach now there was an extra five million dollars in life insurance policy but they were not allowed to collect it due to some technical difficulties all this money did not satisfy the menendez brothers they ended up resulting in therapy to talk about and hopefully help with their experiences that happened in their life but in one of the therapy sessions lyle ended up accidentally confessing to his therapist and that therapist's mistress overheard the conversation and decided to record it she kept this recording of the confession of the murders until the therapist would make the mistress angry enough in order for her to turn it over to the authorities
0: now, after the authorities had received this um, recording, they didn't know what to do based on the doctor-patient confidentiality between the brothers and the therapist himself. But it was later overruled, and um, Lau was the first to get arrested. He was arrested on his way back from like um, being out with his friends, and Eric learned that Lau was arrested, and so he turned himself in.
1: After the arrest of Lyle and Eric Menendez, the trial began in 1993. This trial was also being broadcasted on on national television. Now, during the time, this was one of the first cases that would be televised on TV. So it quickly gained attention of the public. And until this day, this is the most famous case of battered child syndrome. So the first trial lasted only four and a half months and resulted in nothing, really. The judges couldn't decide whether or not the murders were in self-defense. Now, there was a second trial in 1995. This one was not as popular or televised as the first one because the judge did not really allow any cameras in the courtroom. But in 1996, both Lyle and Eric were convicted of first-degree murder and they were sentenced to life without parole. Battered Child Syndrome is the collection of injuries sustained by a child as a result of a repeated mistreatment or beating. Now, I know some of you may be wondering, why in the world did the Menendez brothers kill their very own parents? Now, the motive of this murder was because over the past years of their childhood, Lyle and Eric would be molested, sexually assaulted, or just abused in general by their very own parents. The dad would initiate it, and the mother would let it happen. Sometimes the mother would even watch. Now, the father told the brothers, or mainly Lyle, that this was his way of showing love to him. So, Lyle, as a teenager or a kid, would take his brother into the woods and show the same love his father had shown him. This abuse looked like being whipped or punched. And that Lao and Eric had just gone through several traumatic experiences that they couldn't handle anymore. And before we listen to the court testimonies and hearings, let's hear what our proud sponsors have to say.
2: Could switching to Geico really save you 15% or more on car insurance? Did the little piggy cry wee, wee, wee all the way home? Wee! Wee, wee, wee!
1: Maxwell!
2: Yeah? You're home. Oh, cool. Thanks, Mrs. A. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15%
0: or more.
1: Listen to this one of many stories that are disturbing that the Menendez brothers tell. Here is Eric Menendez in court.
2: He would stick things in me as he was giving me oral sex, or at times he would just sit on the bed with his legs up, uh, um, spread, and with his back to the to the back of the bed and he would have me give me oral oral sex and he would stick the needles or the tacks into my thighs uh, as he was doing this. Were there times when following one of these episodes with your father, you'd be crying? Yes. Did your mother ever come upon you when you were crying? Uh, Sometimes after these, I'd have to go downstairs to dinner um, or afterwards and she would come when she'd see me crying. uh, Did she ever ask you, Eric, what are you crying about? No. Would she ask you that sometimes if you were crying and it had nothing to do with sex with your father? Yes. And what would she say, if anything, to you when you were crying following these episodes with your father? She would say, do what I told you to do. What did you tell, what had she told you to do? She, she taught me how to hide my tears and to uh, not cry. And if I was crying, she taught me how to get rid of the tears. I just wanted more than anything else uh, that when I died, that no one would find out that this was happening to me.
0: Here is Laura Menendez testifying in court. Did you do
2: something to your brother? Yes. What did you do to your brother? I took him out to the woods. Whenever I felt... I don't know. I took him out sometimes. And I took... uh, a, a toothbrush also. And I played with
1: Eric in the same way.
2: <laughs> and I'm sorry.
1: As mentioned before, both brothers received life sentences without parole and they are still in prison till this very day. Now, if we look back at our essential question as to was the murders committed by the Menendez brothers justified? It's kind of easy to look at and say yes. The murders of the brothers was justified. Now, over their childhood, they were mistreated, and that is no way to cheat, treat your children. If you are going to treat your children like that, you might as well not even be a parent at all. It is reasonable to see why Lyle and Eric killed their parents, because they were sick and tired of what they Parents were doing to them, and honestly, it was very disgusting. As far as murdering them brutally, I'm not sure, but I'm sure they were sick and tired of it, and they had no other ways to end this or stop this, or at least they thought. So, in short, yes, it was justified. Both Lyle and Eric went through so much abuse and sexual assault as young kids, and despite growing up wealthy, they experienced many hardships that no kid really should experience what jose and mary menendez did to their children is actually very absolutely horrendous again this shouldn't be an example of what parenting should look like and it's unfathomable to think that they were actual parents to the poor brothers so their motive was justified
0: so adding on to what adam had said um, previously, I also think that it was justified um, because, I mean, what they had gone through is traumatic. Like, nobody would ever want their child to go about that. And for them to just continuously do it, like, they they didn't even stop throughout the childhood. It's, it says a lot about um, Jose's and Kitty's um, parenting. Like, what kind of parenting was that? What did they... Where did they learn that, that type of that type of behavior was okay for them to do it on their children, you know? And as for Lau and Eric, what other option did they have? Because if they were to turn away, if they were to just leave leave like the family behind, where would they go like financially? Like well, Jose had all the money. He was the main money maker in the family, so wouldn't Jose would just get make sure to freeze their assets and anything related to finance wise? Like, what would they do? I think it's just really sad that they do have to serve this this sentence. That I think it's very too too. F- far I think I guess you could say it like that or I guess that's how you really put it. I just feel like their sentence should be reevaluated by new people that aren't you know much like that aren't um that doesn't have prior knowledge about this like case. I feel like um this this like case should also be reevaluated by like younger generations because younger generations do have more thoughts about this case since it is a very famous case of better children's syndrome. I think that's what um, others had called like this main trial. Um, But yeah, I feel like it should be reevaluated. I feel like they could have at least give him a possibility of parole maybe like after what 30 years they had served I think 30 right isn't it 30 yeah like around 30 years that they had served already um, it's just it was one mistake it was a mistake from like a li a lifetime tra- trauma like childhood lifetime trauma so was it did they really deserve this long sentence for something that was probably their only
1: option righty, that is all that we have for this episode thank you guys so much for listening uh we hope that you learned something out of this podcast and uh as far as whether it was justified or not if you agree on us uh, let us know and we are happy to hear what you guys think well, overall that was your mama tea club and bye-bye